You have a good day. I, I, I'm tweeting and I'm very focused on that. I'm going to make you do two things at the same time. I did. What if halfway through your sentence you started, you started tweeting about how your day was? I do that hey, all the come, time. Come it's join so us on bad. The Witcher. My day was terrible. I hate my job. <laughs> what? That's a weird tweet. <laughs> that is quite the weird tweet. <laughs> what? That's a, why did you tweet that? That was weird. Um. Yeah. All right. 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 Now, ladies. What's cooler than being cool? Ice cold. You're gonna get DMCA, Tom. Stop it. Ice cold. Man, that album, that song, that album, that was so good. And then they like disappeared for years. And they didn't do anything else. That was the jam. That was the jam, friends. Ice cold. Give, give me, let me some sugar. I this am your neighbor. Absolutely massive. Oh my gosh. What's massive? What Letho. Oh, Letho. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So big. Yeah. He's a big, so ridiculous. He's a big dude. He's yeah. a very large man. Yes. Yes, he is. Yes, sir. Twitch, why don't you load the first time? Because I always got to refresh you because come on, you have 5,000 employees, 5,000. Yeah. Twitch, Twitch employs 5,000 people and you can't load the first time. Oh, so we got followed by mm -hmm. the editor in chief of game informer. And mm -hmm. I was like, what? Yeah. So he, he followed this show and the mass effect Lorecast, but did not follow my two largest shows, the, the fallout and elder scrolls Lorecast. Oh, well, he likes the Witcher and mass effect better. I guess obviously. So. I guess those are, those are his jams. You and are anonymous jams, blobfish and that is great. Yes. <laughs> and by jams, I mean jammies. Ooh, Gems. there's a new uh, Sea of Thieves thing to claim on uh, Prime Gaming. Squirrel sales pack. You know, I should... I, I, Yeah, that's what? a thing that I can do that I always forget about. Because squirrels, there's like, they're like two uh, like steins. All right, well, I claimed it. I need to play some more Sea of Thieves I again. I so forgot. Oh, hey, Swamp Royal Man. Sea Squirrel sales oh, hey. pack. I don't understand what it has to do with squirrels. Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't know either. Squirrels like alcohol. Obviously. Do squirrels drink alcohol? Is that a thing? I mean, you could technically feed a squirrel alcohol. What they drink? I've seen a video. If you put like beer in like a little plate, like a little bowl. And we're like, hey, go squirrel. Would it eat? Would it drink it? Like a dog would drink it. Dogs would drink that stuff. It's not good for dogs, but they will drink it. Hola. No idea. Hola. I'll go, I'll go test it right away. All right, go. You go. Go do it. All right. Cool. Right now. Toasty's going to go feed squirrels alcohol. There it goes. Yeah, don't, don't feed your dogs alcohol. That's bad. It's bad for them. Don't do it. It just like bread is bad for ducks. They love it, but it's bad for them. It's no good. Don't don't feed bread duck bread. Wait, don't. That's backwards. Don't feed ducks bread. 
Yeah, it's no good. It messes up their insides. It's, it's bad news. Uh, you can take, like, um, vegetables. You can feed vegetables to ducks. I think. Wait, is that a thing? Let me look it up. What should you feed ducks? You feed ducks. Uh, cracked corn. Okay. Oats. Bird seed. Frozen peas. Chopped lettuce. Or sliced grapes. Any of those. Good options. His chair is still spinning. <laughs> He's coming back. I have two questions for you, Toasty. Yeah. One. How'd it go? And two. You're wearing a hoodie. Is it cold there? Do you live in the south of the equator? It's winter I, south I of the equator. I do not live it's, south of the equator. It's summer no. north of the equator. It's winter. Do, do I need to explain the way the globe works? It's been a while since I've been in school, Tom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, squirrel. I'm reminded of the dogs. From, squirrel! Yeah, from the Up movie. Squirrel! Yes. So yeah, squirrel drank it. We'll determine if uh, how fast it takes to get drunk. I set up a little camera. We oh, find. No. Um, oh no! You're gonna get, yeah, you're gonna have animal like people coming after you. Yeah, and uh, then no, it's not cold. <laughs> okay, it's just comfy. Oh, my fan yes. is on. I was like, it's it's getting warm in here. Speaking of temperature, hey, you want to do a podcast about The Witcher? I suppose. A uh, is it, we could do a squirrel a podcast about squirrels. We could do that instead. The school of the squirrel. The school of the squirrel. I'm gonna do that. That's my Witcher school. Wait a minute. Hold on. Opening for business. What? Anyone wants to join the school? What? I just realized that I have a button on my keyboard that opens my calculator, and I have been doing this manually by going to the Windows key and typing calc and then hitting enter. I have a calculator button. Oh no, crit is here. Gosh. Yeah. That guy. That guy. <laughs> Welcome to the Witcher Lorecast, the show that explores the vast lore behind the Witcher games, show, and books. Oh, well, oh, I, 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 hold, I have to, I have to do that again. Redo, I stopped, cut, I stopped, it, I stopped too early. <laughs> right, let me try that again. Welcome to the Witcher Lorecast, the show that explores the vast lore behind the Witcher games, show, and books. Tusty, what kind of instrument is that? I don't even, I don't even know. Uh, um, um, gosh, uh, let me pull up my D and D sheet. I think it might be on there. Oh, maybe it is. I think hey. I'm playing a bard with that instrument. So, oh, cool. <laughs> hey guys, welcome, welcome every everybody. This is the this is the Witcher Lorecast, and we, as usual, we are we are having a, a weird and wacky time before the show. Uh, welcome to our friends who are listening and our friends who are here live. I am your host, Tom Robots, and this is Toasty, my co-host, as usual. And man, as we get more and more comfortable with the show, it gets weirder and wackier. But uh, hey, we're, we're glad you're here. Pull up a chair. Put your feet up by the fire. It's warm out. It's summer. It's hot. But we've got the fire going anyway because it's the Witcher. And it's always cold in the Witcher. It's dark. It's a cold universe. It's cold. And there's monsters. The white friends. frost is always coming. <laughs> the white frost is always coming. And you shouldn't feel, feed ducks bread. 
Oh, wow. a new subscriber. And we got a new subscriber. Awesome. Gist, gift subs from Almighty Crit gifted Swamp Man 0110 a subscription. Almighty Crit gifted a tier one sub to Swamp Man 0110. Yes. They have given four gift subs in the channel. Well, thank you, Almighty Crit. Um, and thank you, Narrator AI Voice. Uh, but uh, that's amazing. I'm going to turn that down. I forgot to turn my sounds down. Uh, but okay, what are we doing today? We are talking about. Uh, a number of schools toasty this is a jam-packed episode what are we talking about i'm sorry so we're we're talking <laughs> <laughs> i wanted to say like three different words at the same time that was so bad welcome to my brain yes <laughs> yeah yeah the more i do this podcast with you the worse i start speaking <laughs> it's i contagious. blame you entirely it's, it's anyway, contagious, yes. um, so we're talking about uh basically the rest of the witcher schools because we're mainly talking about the school of the bear and the viper today mm -hmm. um but we'll mention the the crane and the manicord because they're so small we literally can't even do anything else with them yeah we, it would be kind of silly to do an episode just for them because the episode would be like five minutes long and then we'd be like and we're done we're done but hey stay for the middle of the middle of the show because we got we got news for you guys. We got news, but should, news. should we should we should we uh, hint at it? No, I, th I think we should hint. At I it. think we should talk about the school of the bear. I think we should hint. Should we Hopping get... right into the origin. The school can, can, of the bear. was. Oh, <laughs> oh. Can I give them a little hint? A little tiny hint. A little, t a tiny, baby um, hint? A little tiny baby. Um, little tiny baby. A little tiny baby. Hint. A little baby. Look here, baby. This tiny little. Yeah, I can't Tom make my has voice a headache. Can you tell? Like <laughs> oh I can't make my voice higher, and now I'm gonna cough the rest of the show. A little tiny baby hint. The babyest of hints. No, okay, no baby hints. You just have to wait. Toasty says to no. All right, that's fine. This is this is how we ensure people stay to the middle of the that's show. Right. right, that's right. He learned the lesson from last time where he uh, he busted up my whole like teaser, and now he's all about teasers. Oh, you were testing me. This was a test, wasn't it? I passed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you Whiz. you went to school. You went to the school <laughs> of the robots, and you are you are now officially a witcher. I'd be a school? terrifying witcher school. From but you know what else is a terrifying witcher school? The, the school of the bear. School of the bear. Yeah. Okay. Which was founded oh. by the first group to split off from the order of the witchers. The witcher Arnagad, after attacking Reese, returned to Castle Morgreg with his band of witcher brothers. Mm -hmm. Battle ensued with the order emerging triumphant. Arnagad and his brothers retreated and settled in the Amel Mountains, establishing contact with the dwarves and gnomes in the region. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And we remember some of these names. If these names don't sound familiar by now, go back and listen to some of the previous episodes because these guys have come up before. Yes. Sometime after the founding of the school, a number of its witchers betrayed it in a similar fashion as before, where they where they nearly killed its grandmaster, Arnagad. These witchers then left and built their own school, the School of the Viper. I can't imagine going from being a bear to being a viper. That seems like a backwards evolution. I mean, it depends on what, I guess, how you think of it. I mean, I'm you're a sure... mammal, a very large mammal, going back to a reptile. That's just not how nature works, does it? Yeah, but can a viper take down a bear, though? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I think Almighty Crit and Chat needs to look this up on the internet. Let's All right, keep going. Get back to us, Crit. Get back to okay. us, Crit. At the peak of their power, the bears often traveled to Skellige, 
both due to its amount of monsters and the islanders' mindsets being akin to their own. Although the events that led to the establishment of the school happened centuries ago, some of the older witchers from the other schools would refer to them as kinslaying bears. Ah, oh, that's not a good name. You don't, you don't want to be known as kinslaying anything, really. Yep. You yeah, don't. That's bad. It's bad. The school ceased to function after the bears failed in a contract to destroy a cabal of vampires. The frustrations of the people in the war-torn provinces around them boiled over into riots. Eventually, many of the surrounding villages banded together to destroy the school as they would rather share the mountains with the monsters than the witchers. The bear witchers had little to no brotherly bonds with each other and no true loyalty to the school. They decided to part ways with each other and the school rather than die protecting the keep from the coming humans. Though their keep has been left in disrepair and has been buried by time and the elements, it is believed that some longtime members may have come back to reoccupy it as witchers are necessary again. So, okay. So, Toasty. I think a common theme here, Tom. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, yes, there is a common theme going on with a few of these schools. This whole like like fall apart and then maybe a few members survive and then they come back and two there seems to be an absolute like if you're going to fail as a witcher the app like uh, you get you get an f if they're like yeah we don't want to work with you anymore but you get it like an absolute zero like zero out of hundred if they're like not only do we not want to work with you anymore but we would rather share this freaking mountain with the monsters than work with you that's like that's like hey i don't really want to date you anymore but i would rather eat i i don't have a good analogy i thought it would come to me i i, I don't know i would rather go I, okay I, I got one i got one i dumped my i dumped this my boyfriend so i could go out with you now and then the next day after your first date, you get, you get a text message that says, uh, yeah, that was a bad idea. I'm going to dump you now, but I'm not just going to dump you now. I'm going to go back to my terrible ex-boyfriend. I would rather be with them than you. You're that bad. Right. It's kind of like that. And my terrible ex-boyfriend is a monster who sucks my blood. So, so you found like the perfect Prince Charming, but instead of staying with Prince Charming, you decided to go back to the abusive ex-boyfriend who literally hits you. Yes, That's what you did. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. And sucks your blood. Sounds about right. Right. Yes. Yes. And so. also, and also murders you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's fair. No, it's definitely a weird mindset to. I mean, that's, that's absolute failure right there. Like you are not doing your job as a witcher. If they would rather go back to the monsters. That's my point. It's a pretty simple point. Hmm. So for special training exercises, they did, which we've mentioned before, the students must pass the trial of the mountain. This requires venturing to the peak of Mount Gorgon to retrieve a special rune stone as proof of ascent. It was an especially brutal challenge as many boys froze to death long before reaching the summit. Yeah, well, that seems kind of brutal. Yes, yes. Characteristics of a bear witcher. Witchers of the bear school, unlike the wolves or griffins, tend to be loners and do not forge strong bonds with their brethren. Meeting their brothers on the path can often often lead to bloodshed 
This is because of the philosophy of the school's founder, who believed that witchers should focus only on the job aspect of their profession. He thought that any code or knightly virtues were just inflated nonsense to feed the ego and thus favored autonomy above all else. This autonomy extended even to the school itself. And that makes sense for like the the name of it being bear, right? Because bears are not pack animals. They They will compete with each other for their prey. So... This this is probably the reason why the people rather would live with the monsters because the bears had terrible manners. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. like like they hire them to do something like, hey, you bear, I need you to kill this noon wraith. And he was like, All right, comes back, has killed the noon wraith, has proof, and you gotta pay him. And he's like, Yeah. Screw you. Walks away. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> okay cool yeah or, or you hire three of them and they all just fight each other the whole time <laughs> instead of actually taking the noon wraith out Heron kaduk hopefully i pronounced that right it's a weird word um words was a difficult place to live due to the cold and snow of the mountains the boys had to huddle up close to the hearth fires or sleep beneath many furs if they didn't they would suffer frostbite or hypothermia <laughs> Jesus, it's ridiculous. Besides that, there was also the never-ending removal of snow from the fortress courtyard. This environment has given the Bear Witchers extraordinary endurance compared to their brethren from other schools. You know, this is something I I find interesting because I've never... I've traveled to cold places. I've traveled through cold places. I've um, I torn a band. We would spend, you know, winters on the road and be in cold places. But I've lived in Florida my entire life. Um... But people will say things like, I used to live in Canada, and now that I've lived in Florida for the last year, I, you know, I get cold when it's like 40 degrees out, but that used to feel warm to me. You know, things like that. Is that like a legit thing that like you just get used to being in the cold all the time? I don't know. I'm from Texas. Yeah, I don't know. What is cold? What is cold? I don't know how this works, but I guess so. Like you you just kind of get used to it, right? Like you just become hardier. Anybody who's listening from Antarctica, please let us know. I'll, I'll, I'll let us know. Let, us sn- <laughs> let it snow. No, no don't do that. Not one. Christmas yet. Not that no. one. Not that one. <laughs> Keep going. This is, this is by far our cringiest episode yet. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, please everybody. Please stay in the middle. We beseech you. <laughs> the bears also wore heavier armor, favoring defense over agility. They are known to use crossbows in the hunt. The school may have used shields once. This seems to have been abandoned, however, after a witcher lost his, along with his entire arm. That's wild, because shields make sense for fighting like human armies. Um, but there's a lot of monsters that you would fight that shields wouldn't necessarily make very much sense to fight at all. So I'm imagining, I'm imagining. So for people who have seen Lord of the Rings and if you haven't, what's wrong with you? Um, anyways, uh, right. like whenever, uh, what's her name? Eowyn, I think is fighting the Wraith King and like the he swing. Yeah. He swings that, that, that big old Morning mace star. around and completely smashes her her shield and it like her completely messes her arm up yeah i'm assuming that this dude got whacked by like a, a some like a i don't know basilisk tail or something like something with like uh, i don't know like something crazy and yeah. it was just like oh there goes my arm so but 
I understand it. Yeah. It, I, I, oh, it, it totally makes sense why um, Geralt, especially in the games, employs the strategy of the roly poly as opposed to the strategy of the like block and like tank it, you know, because you don't you don't freaking block and tank a basilisk tail. There's no way that that basilisk ba- basilisk basilisk tail basilisk. weighs way more than you do. <laughs> you know, like that's just going to, you know, fling you off the side of the mountain like uh, uh, ugh, shields. No, doesn't make any sense. I don't think yes, that's a good tactic. Uh, agility is agility, but they're but they're not agile. So I, I yeah. guess the bears have means of making it work. I guess so. All no. right. Now moving to to known members. Uh, so first we have Junod of Belhaven. Though the origins of Junod were uncertain, he was reputed to be the fruit of an unusual love between a dwarf and a giantess. What? Wait, 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 wait. Which of these was the male and which of these was the oh giantess? It says that was giantess. The okay, yes, you're right. The I answer was there it would in work the word. The other way. I mean, it we're could. not going to go into detail. It might. I mean, I guess it could. It, it could. could. It could. It would be it completely unconventional, but it, sure. Well, this was already mm, unconventional. Yeah. I mean, it could We're be We're not going like, to go into detail. We're moving on. When it ways, came to choosing a sobriquet, Junon chose a Bellhaven, just like Ivo of Bellhaven, despite the fact that Junon didn't come from the town and even was confronted by Ivo later on the path about the name. <laughs> like these guys meet up on the path. They're both bears. Instead of fighting each other, like most bears do, they're arguing about a name, which I hilarious interaction i would just like to say just imagine like you're walking along with your cabbage cart and there's two witches on the side of the road like you took my name what (laughs) yeah right right i'm the real bellhaven no i'm the real bellhaven yeah absolutely in in 1243 junon has searched out the grand master smith Time sale as he wanted him to forge Grandmaster Ursine gear, but he had gambled away all his money, so he needed work. He accepted a contract from I'm I'm gonna try this one. It's gonna be horrible. Charitz Gontron de Tufo and took the retainer in Florence. In a day, he concluded that the problem was caused by a subterranean monster and ventured into the caves. As he made his way through the caves, he drew the bear school emblems on the walls to point the way out and wrote a warning for anyone else not to follow him. However, he was ill-prepared due to his lack of knowledge of monsters. He ended up trying to fight against the Shalmar, but he was killed and thus no one ever saw him again. Known to be mountainous in stature and have a killer beard and speak with refreshing candor. <laughs> Sorry, I had to get up and uh, let the dogs in because they kept barking at, at the closed door. Um, should I take enough. the next one? Sure, go ahead. All right, GERD Legendary. I'm sorry, but it's like GERD dash Legendary. GERD Legendary. It, it's just GERD is his name. Oh! The dash is where you start. He was a legendary bear. He wasn't oh. just a bear. Toasty's the one legendary. who writes the notes on this, so I thought this was GERD Legendary Bear. That'd as in like Bear was the last name. name. I was no, like, that's an sorry. amazing name. No, sorry. All right. Gerd, legendary bear. He was contracted by the Hyrus of the Dutch. Eris. <laughs> this is why you don't. This is why you don't do podcasts if you've taken pain medication because you have a headache. Fair All right. Enough. Um, he was contracted by the heiress of the Duchy of 
Arxia to remove her father from the throne. Insulting her with his rude behavior, he declined. <laughs> After usurping her father, the Hyrus, Helena, Ares. <laughs> what is Hyrus is not a word. <laughs> the heiress Helena put a contract on Gerd's head and he fled to Skellige. <laughs> Became good friends with Torgir, the Red, the Jarl of on Skellig. That's the big island, right? Yes. He went he went on many adventures with him. While on a contract for a Striga, he was mortally wounded fighting off Kalimir, a knight from Arxia. I'm so bad with names, guys. I'm so sorry. And his posse, though he succeeded in killing him. He made his way back to Castle Torsich. Is that how you pronounce that? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, which was under attack from Nilfgaardian forces and died in its defense. Aww. So next we have the other Bellhaven, Ivo Bellhaven, took to the path after his training and never looked back. Oh. Tried to avoid other witchers, even. In 1267, during the Second Northern War, he was hired by the Nilfgaardian Empire to kill Gernachora the Isgith. He underestimated her and was severely hurt while fighting off monsters sent out by her. It's crazy. Yes. Uh, he joined forces with Meave, the queen of Lyria and Arivia, and her army. After winning the fight, Meave offered Ivo a place in her army, but he refused, stating that he is a, devoid of emotion, not reason. And then we have Ernagad. Ermagad. Ernagad, founder of the School of the Bear. We've talked about him a lot, so. Yeah. I think I, I just want to call him Ermagad. Ermagad. <laughs> All right. Oh hey. my god, it's the middle of the show. We made it to the middle of the show. <laughs> Let's do it. Very well. Let us get this over with. Something has infested my vineyard. Mm -hmm. Great. Let me go prepare my something oil then. Uh, hey, Toasty, you want to do the announcement or should I? Take everything in order, Tom. <laughs> Let's order to things. People, people, people are waiting for the for the announcement. Can't we They'll do that still first? hear it. I'm excited. I'm excited. I want to do the announcement. Got to do it level of least excitement to most excitement. All right. All right. Okay. Well, thank you everybody for listening to the show, for tuning in, and for putting up with our uh, wacky, wacky beginning of the episode here. Um, I apologize. I'm on drugs. Actually, no. I'm on like Tylenol. <laughs> Maybe maybe I have weird reactions to Tylenol. Not, not not like illegal drugs. Please don't don't, no, like, don't call the cops on Tom. Please, like we appreciate it. Tylenol, like a, a very regular amount, like two two regular tablets of Tylenol because I've got a little bit of headache. <laughs> weird tolerance to Tylenol or anti tolerance in this case. I guess I don't know, man. Who knows? Um, but uh, yeah, but thank you for tuning into the show. We really do appreciate you guys coming and hanging out with us live uh, while we do this whole thing. And thanks for being here, everybody. We really do appreciate it. Also, um, we've got some new reviews in. We This we appreciate as well. I'm taking the time to tell your friends about the show. This show keeps on raising up in those ranks on the uh, Apple podcast charts and things like that. So that's also super cool. So thank you for downloading the show and listening to it or checking it out on YouTube. So we have a, uh, we've got two new reviews. This one is from 
J maybe Jame or Jamie Dziak in the United States who writes great exclamation mark five stars awesome podcast with a wealth of information two exclamation marks after that one so thank you Jamie Dziak and then we have Courier Seven from the U.S. who writes awesome podcast five stars well I'm sorry very well written and produced highly recommend this to anyone who wants to know more about the witcher lore really enjoying the information in every episode and the super dumb jokes i added that last part in order to cover this beginning of this episode um you can just attribute that last section to me but thank you courier seven for that review and if you would like to leave us a review on apple podcasts you, all you have to do is just log into the website even if you don't listen to us on apple podcasts you can just log in even if you don't have an account you can just make an account on apple just leave us a review it's really helpful and uh that's that's it for our reviews for this episode so now we get to do the big announcement yes yes now we do now we do okay cool. so cool. so everyone everyone come close listen real close Wait, wait. Our Patreon is live. Yay! (laughs) We did it. That's the announcement. Yes. So we 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 just Patreon just went live today because me and Tom are really bad at doing things on in in a timely manner. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it's live. No, no, no. The real reason is we wanted to take our time and make sure that we set it up correctly and that we put some cool stuff on there. So. we we started doing it yesterday, Tom. No, we didn't start doing it yesterday. We started doing it yesterday. We did. Start, I, we, I, we did start doing it yesterday. Yes, that's that's yes. actually the truth. We started doing it. Yesterday. <laughs> so um, we started doing it yesterday, but we we got it all done in a day, and we got it all up because we've been busy. We've been busy with stuff. We're busy guys. Um, but yeah. But anyway, it's up. So if you want to go check it out, patreon.com slash witcher lorecast i believe uh, yes yes that should be right there's no the just witcher lorecast there's no the and you can check out the different tiers there are uh i believe four five tiers five tiers five different tiers and it's very similar to a lot of the other patreons for the different lorecasts where the bottom tier you can get ad free episodes a day early a lot of the basic level stuff you can <laughs> sign up uh on some of the higher tiers in order to join us at the end of the month in order to guest on the show and talk about your experience playing the games or reading the books, um, you know, whatever the recent episodes are about or just things that you want to discuss on the show. But the, the tier, the $10 level level tier, we actually added something new that we haven't done in any of the other lore cast shows. And that is you get the ability at the $10 level tier, which is the tier below the $25 level tier where you get to actually guest on the show to send in every month your own recording at any point during the month that you are a patron of just whatever you want to add to that that show. So maybe you were listening to an episode, you wanted to kind of just chime in on something, you wanted to share some thoughts on something, you wanted to have something to say about something you wanted maybe that episode reminded you of something you did in one of the games or a certain part of one of the books that you just really loved anything at all at that ten dollar tier you get to be able to chime in and we will put your recording into an episode that month that you will be able to be included on the show that way so very cool stuff so that's that's a way that you can be involved as well. So go check it out. Patreon.com slash Witcher Lorecast. If you'd like to help support the show, we would absolutely love it. 
Um, that money goes to supporting both Toasty and I and the time it takes us to put the show together to produce the show. Toasty does a lot of the research, a lot of the show notes. I do a lot of the production and we both share in the burdens of um, supporting this on social media and all the other kinds of uh, behind the scenes stuff. So um, so the money gets split between the two of us and it helps with all the all the behind the scenes stuff. So we really appreciate that. Um, so yeah, that's the big news. And we look forward to just seeing who gets to join us on a future episode of the show, especially cause that's always fun to do with these other shows, having, uh, getting to meet some of the people who want to join us on future episodes. So we'll, we look forward to that. So that's the big news. Anything else you want to share about that toasty? Um, no, <laughs> All right, cool. Let's go on with the rest of the show. Then. I'm terrible podcast host. Can you tell? Toasty does not work in marketing. Here we I go. I do not. Nope. You smell of death and destiny, heroics and heartbreak. It's onion. Right. Yeah. Um, all right. So th thank you, Stagger. Stagger in chat says, congrats, Tom and Toasty. All right. So we wrapped up the school of the bear. Let's dive into the school of the viper. I would just like to point out that Stagger spelled it T-O-A-S-T-I-E. So just yeah, saying. Right. Which is no it's, longer correct because now you have that yes. weird spelling. So Stagger, yeah. you failed. You failed in yeah. your spelling. Yeah. But... That was mean, that was really mean of I you still, to point out how he failed in his spelling, Toasty. I still appreciate that it, you were doing the correct spelling that was prior to the new spelling, um, and we've stayed on this way too long. So on to the school <laughs> of the viper. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, oh, school of the viper. While it was rumored that the vipers started their own school to continue their practice of accepting human and non-human contracts alongside the traditional monsters. This is actually false. The real reason was that its founder desired to defeat the wild hunt and founded a school dedicated to his purpose. That's pretty badass. That's really, yeah. yeah. I was like, ooh, this guy's cool. Yeah, so... Uh, and we'll elaborate on that a little bit later on when we talk about him. So probably the most alien and secretive of the Witcher schools, the Vipers managed to collect an incredible collection of books and scrolls on the wild hunt, which clued in many of its students to the true purpose of its foundation, because uh, the founder did not tell anyone in the school about this he he built a school dedicated to bringing down the wild hunt and didn't tell anyone about it <laughs> not even the students uh, so, so one day one day one of the students knocks on his door is like hey uh hey just had a question for it yeah yeah, yeah for, for you yeah yeah c c come on in come on in gary um yeah i was just looking through the books in the library uh 99 of them about the wild hunts is there a reason for that oh no reason no reason no reason at all yeah so and this right. will be explained a little bit later uh gary probably wouldn't have been brave enough to walk into the, <laughs> the, the yeah, headmaster's office at this point <laughs> but uh so there was much speculation about why why the school was founded for that reason as a result all vipers were hugely knowledgeable on the wild hunt so pretty cool that's a really unique thing going on here yeah. Most of the time it was just like I separated because I want to 
not care about knightly virtues or I want to care about knightly virtues or we're all that's left. And these guys are like, we want to destroy the wild hunt. It's pretty, pretty, uh, I can't find a word to describe it. So I'm just going to move on. Um, (laughs) After the usurper or the predecessor of Emir Var Imris for people who don't know, tried unsuccessfully to absorb the Vipers, the Nilfgaardian army destroyed their keep. Its students scattered throughout the empire, having been banned from entering larger cities. In approximately 1270, a group of Viper witchers, accompanied by a sorceress with amnesia, were arrested by the Nilfgaardian Secret Service. Emperor Emir Var Imris gave them a choice... And I put choice in quotation marks Mm -hmm. because there is no choice. Mm -hmm. Assassinate a few kings in the Northern realms in exchange for rebuilding the school to its former glory. There wasn't like an option number two. That was, that was, that was, that was what they were told. Usually that's like Um, either do this or or die. Or die. But But, or you can do this. Or you can die. Amir was so uh like cold of of a guy that he was just like there was no or die. It was just do it. Yeah. Because I said so. Yeah, he's kinda he's kind of a um a a bastard. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. Yes. So this group managed to assassinate Foltest of Tamaria and Dimavind of Adirn. The emperor, however, did not keep his promise, and instead of rebuilding the school, he sent bounty hunters after its few remaining members to remove any loose ends. So it wasn't even an or die, it was an and die, so he mm-hmm. just didn't want to lie to them, mm-hmm. and he, so he just left that out, and he was like, there was no or, it was just, I'm, I'm going to kill you anyways. It was more of a, like, do this. Uh, before I before I kill you, yes, yes. Like, do me this favor so that I can hurry up and kill you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so That's pretty messed up. Uh, special training: each student was given a pet to raise during their stay at the keep. Oh, that's so nice. Oh, they get like a they would like, form a strong. Wait, wait. Oh, sorry, go ahead. They get to choose like a, their Pokemon, like their starter Pokemon. Yeah, they get a starter Pokemon. Isn't that cool? Oh, that's so cool. great, right? Yeah. They would form a strong emotional bond with their through their training. Wait, Years wait, later, wait, wait, wait. Do they before oh, do becoming they... a fully fledged Witcher? They are ordered to slaughter the animal. Oh God. <laughs> oh no. Are they all what different the types hell? of snakes? <laughs> Is that the thing, though? I I don't know. I mean, like, <laughs> oh. but it's like. It doesn't matter what it is. You form this, you know, really strong emotional bond with your pet, you know, and then you're just like, and then they're like, hey, hey, you're, you, you pretty much passed all the trials. You you did a real good job. But before we can fully anoint you, I'm going to need you to kill buddy. Yeah. Um, Yeah. 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 You know, that one thing that you're holding on to to help you get through uh, uh, basically your childhood and all these terrible things we're making you go through. Now you have to murder it. Yep. So, and this is something that results in uh, how the Vipers are truly, because um, the it, it, it is the Vipers are cold and yeah. ruthless. That is what they're known for. Yeah. Um, especially the mentors. Uh, the reason for their cold and ruthlessness with the students was to prepare them for the prepare the would be witchers for the harsh life that awaited them. 
Well, you know, uh, we've talked about this before. The world of The Witcher is just like everything's bad and just keeps getting worse. Yes, so that is true. I mean, maybe this is kind of the right way to prepare them. But it's just so like effed up. I mean, the, the world is kind of effed up. I mean, I know it's but like, <laughs> damn, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Like, not only are yeah. we literally never going to show you any kind of kindness throughout your training, you're training for years. Yeah. No one's ever going to yeah. show you kindness. Oh, yeah, yeah. At no, all. I'm not saying it's good. Except for your, it, the only, the only comfort you have is this cute little animal <laughs> that they gave you as a pet that you were allowed to keep. Mm-hmm. But wait. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not just, saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying uh, it may be just be, it may, it may be appropriate to the way the world actually works. <laughs> I'm fair. not saying it's I mean, good. <laughs> I mean, I guess to avoid that look on Geralt's face after he like kill or, or, or uh, kills all those guys in the bar at the beginning of The Witcher Three, and then tries to like help the lady up. Mm-hmm. Guess to avoid that look of pain that crosses his face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, vipers didn't have to deal with that. There was nope. there was no pain there. Nope. So the vipers were trained on. I think it's in. I probably put an O there. My bad. Uh, the vipers were trained in twin small blades and an assassination based approach to killing monsters. Their fighting style featured sinuous, unpredictable movements using the two blades or fangs. <laughs> Another style the Vipers employed was one of fast, furious strikes to overwhelm their target. These blades would often be coated with poison as the school made great use of its knowledge of alchemy. Yeah, so I guess that's a little bit different than blade oils. These were more specifically poisons than oils. Yeah, I mean, you could technically consider the oil as poison. Poison. I mean, mean, they were poisonous to a specific type of monster. Yeah, so I, I'm sure that they just decide to call it poison because it makes them seem more viper-like, you know? You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they refer right. to their two swords as fangs, and they're dealing, they're poisoning their <laughs> enemies guys, with their fangs. These guys were like the edgelords of the of the witchers. They, yeah, they were really into LARPing. They all had back hair, and they put on eyeliner. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, who knows? <laughs> right. Although they were willing to accept contracts on people, they did retain their sense of neutrality, only ever accepting coin for contracts and never taking sides in greater cl- conflicts. So, unless they didn't have a choice, like when you know the Emperor of Nilfgaard tells you to kill some some people. I know, I know what this is. I know what this is. What is it? All right, so I want to know. The School of the Wolf is like, you know, like the uh, like the early two thousand Spider Man movies. The School of the Wolf mm-hmm. is like regular Spider Man. And then the school of the Viper is like in Spider-Man three, where he goes like emo for like that weird section where he does like the weird dance and he like walks down the street and then he gets, Fair enough. that's the school of the Viper. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, then uh, that that's, that's something that has been said live on a podcast. Yep. And I'm right. All right, let's go through the members. Do you want to do the first one or should I do the first one? Oh, God, look at all these names again. What am I getting into? Yeah, there's some interesting names. I'll go with the first one because there's quite a few here. All right. right. So we got... Buckle up. I put these together. So we got Ox, Serret, and quote-unquote mysterious assassin because he's never named. Hmm. Uh, All members of the Kingslayers sent by Emir. So these were the guys that were sent to kill the kings or to slay the kings. Uh, 
Game of Thrones people probably really familiar with the term Kingslayer. Um, <laughs> they helped Geralt save yeah. Yennefer from the Wild Hunt, an event that probably merits its own episode in the future mm. that we will probably go into greater detail on these witchers then. It's really important. Yes. Yes. Sounds good. All right. So Garing the Kharkiv, he was actually that came out really easily. He was notable for killing Mogrim and its creator, Ira or Ira Frost Singer, as well as forging the sword Mogrim. Wait, wait, wait. I, he killed Mogrim, Mogrim and then forged a sword named after Mogrim? Yeah, probably. That's weird. Makes sense. I don't know that I've ever... Like, I've read a lot of fiction. I've played a lot of games based on that. That's weird to, like, forge a sword named after somebody you kill. Well, it was, it was like, some really strong, powerful monster. And so, you know... I guess so. Like, probably the his greatest of the, foe yeah. ever. Okay. It was like, I respect you. Because, yeah. I mean, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't Mogram's fault. He was created by Ira Frostsinger, right. who then sent Mogram, you know, and it was like, okay, yeah. like, respect you didn't... of your enemy kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. Then yeah. we have Ive, Iver Evil Eye. What a name. Mm. Uh, founder of the Viper School. When he underwent the mutations, he did so extremely well and was thus uh, selected for further experiments. Out of those selected, he was the only to survive. As a result of those experiments, he gained his evil eye, which would give him his moniker. His left eye allowed him to see various other worlds, which led him to discovering the wild hunt. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. And this is why he's obsessed with the wild hunt. He he literally looked into the other worlds and saw the wild hunt like destroying them and was like, I got to take them down. And it's I'm like, the only one who can see them. I got to do it. It um, makes sense, though, as a as a monster hunter to be like, OK, this is a problem. Got to stop. Got to stop those guys. That, that's yeah. a problem. Um, <laughs> Colgrim was tasked with finding lost diagrams in White Orchard. He was suspected to have kidnapped Viddy, the son of the local beekeeper. These accusations proved false in the end, but he was forced to visit the local lordling, Sir Ignatius Verriers. Verriers? Very. This is the most French looking word I've ever read. I don't know. Verriers. Verriers. Colgrim decided to demand a trial by ordeal instead of being judged depended depending on the lordling's goodwill which later revealed to be a tragically wrong decision his trial by ordeal was to cleanse the local crypt slash cemetery from the spirits residing in it i have a feeling that did not go well yeah for anyone <laughs> uh familiar uh, I believe you can find his uh bones in this the the, the crypt in white orchard well, didn't work out. I mean, it's the Witcher universe. When does it ever work out? <laughs> Next, we have a Letho of Gulets, which is probably familiar to a lot of people. Known at known as the Kingslayer and a member of the same group, he has a big role in the game series and will likely receive his own episode of the future. Was that was that a joke? Because he's a big he's a big guy. He's, he's a big. A big role because he's big. I will not confirm or deny. 
Uh, then we have Warit the All-Seeing. That's in quotes. He was famous for inventing a modified variant of the Supire or Super? Supir? Supir? S-U-P-I-R-R-E sign, which compensated the monster hunter's lack of sight by giving him the ability of echolocation. Kind of like a bat. Yeah. He was a blind witcher and so used the sign to give him echolocation, which that's, is like totally awesome. That's pretty cool. Like, can you imagine yeah. like, I wonder if he makes like weird, like chirpy noises. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure what echolocation translates to in human terms, yeah. to be honest, yeah. because you I mean, know, it's, it's a, like not possible. So. Right. But like in, um, in animals that have it, they actually make a sound and it's usually, yeah, it's normally pitch. like a, it's like yeah, a clicking a click or something. It's like right? a, a high pitched kind of click. So it'd be like, <laughs> and then you would like listen back for the, for the echo. So, all right. Well, that's, uh, that's, those are the Vipers. Let's move on to the Manticore and the Crane. Cause these guys are pretty quick. Cause there's not a whole lot of info about them. It was really not. So yeah. And I put a little disclaimer here because they will never receive their own episodes. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to do a quick synopsis of the two schools because there's, there's like barely any information on them. So little information, it can be summarized in a paragraph for each one. So we got the Manticore. Located in the far east, past the Korath Desert, the school is an enigma to the Northern Kingdoms since its members rarely venture to the continent. The only known member was Merton, who converted to the teachings of Lebiota while on a quest for Grandmaster Gear. He is now the priest known as Shavel. Yeah, this is cool because you don't really even see maps drawn out of this part of the world when you, when it's you like look up super stuff. far away. Yeah. Yeah. So there's not much known about any of that stuff. Yep. Next we have the crane established after the second conjunction. This school was trained in sword and guns and specialized against monsters of the air and sea. When expecting to fight a sea monster, they would use a long rope to attach to the mast and wore what is essentially a wetsuit. It, it described it as a protective bodysuit that covered everything except for the head, feet, and hands. And so, wait, that's just a wetsuit, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, in any other circumstances, they preferred to forego armor, instead only using a belt for their weapons. That's interesting. Yeah, so they went for the super agile route of, like, just no armor at all, just don't get hit. Yeah, it's just I mean they got they got guns. I mean they got like a pretty strong ranged weapon, so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, that this is interesting too because you don't really in the games you don't really come across guns. There are crossbows, which would be the closest thing to a gun. Um and there are explosives. Like we see things like uh I mean there is gunpowder in the game. Right. Like right. but it's 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 of course it's not like referred to as gunpowder because like guns aren't a thing yet, but like, yeah, I mean, it's, it probably doesn't take very long to go there or maybe it's just like something that a specific part of the world has come up with. So, cause yeah. they are early guns. So like, you know, probably like whatever, like flint locks or whatever that were the earliest form of firearm. So, yeah, it took, it took the forging of steel, that was strong enough to contain the explosion in order to force the, uh, you know, the, I mean, there is steel, right? Right. Yep. So, so. You, you start combining some of that stuff together and then now you've got cannons and, you know, hand 
handheld guns. And this so, is probably just some innovative dwarf somewhere far yes. away from the continent was like, I bet I can make this thing go all the way over there with a big, with a, a contained explosion. So, but I mean, cause you got to think about it. No one thinks about it. It was like, I bet I can shoot somebody with this because it's like not in terms of that. You're just looking at something and you're like, I can make this really small iron ball go really far. By putting a contained explosion in a metal tube. Knowing dwarves, they're not testing iron balls. They're testing other dwarves. <laughs> they're putting each other in it, trying to launch each other oh my <laughs> across God. the mountains. All right. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's this week's episode. We've now wrapped up the schools. Where are we going next? So, as most of you probably know, because we've been talking about it for a while, next week on Monday is the release of the witcher nightmare of the wolf which i am so excited for just a week left until that drops and so just to let everyone know uh that the next episode will be on tuesday the 24th so that we can have the proper amount of time to enjoy and analyze the film so that we can like really go in depth on it um, right. because trying to watch it the same day and then cram in like an outline on that. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's do it just, yeah, we, we, we got to do a good job. So I'm probably going to watch it like four times. So instead of tuning into this episode live, <clears throat> if you, if you are one of our live viewers, go watch that and then come back Tuesday night and discuss the, uh, the show with us or at least watch us discuss the show and you know chime in in chat and let us know your thoughts as we as we talk about that and then we will be back the week after that at our normal time on monday night again and if anybody by then has signed up as a uh, as one of our patrons who can join at us the, on at the lesson tier at the lesson tier as a lesson tier patron then you are welcome to join us on the 30th at the end of the month that would be our first patron episode if nobody's signed up at the lesson tier by then we'll do a regular episode and we'll be moving on to a new topic just like usual but um that is now open and again patreon.com slash witcher lorecast is the place to go if you are interested in helping so to support the show so go check that out all sorts of fun stuff you can get ad-free episodes and and you know if we've helped you get through a work day or a commute or a workout or anything at all then you want to you want to throw some money our way to help us out and check out all the goodies that you can get as well then that's that's the place to do it um you have anything else going on toasty that you want to share um you know nothing too crazy i i don't do much besides work and do this show so, um <laughs> well you play follow- you play some video games you play other games than than the witcher yeah yeah Planning i, I sometimes i mean i go back and forth or right now i've been kind of like delving into Genshin Impact, so that's been interesting. But you know, I've been I'm trying to get us to because we you mentioned Destiny Two on the Xbox Game Pass show yeah. a couple weeks ago, and uh, I mean I really enjoyed playing Destiny Two. Like I, it was only a couple of years ago that I was like on a full Destiny Two grind. So mm-hmm. I would look forward to uh, getting back on that. So you know, yeah, I've got to get into uh, I guess the last two years of content I didn't play through. I guess it's been about two years since I, I finished like the story content. I honestly couldn't tell you though. I wasn't, I, I, I didn't hop into destiny until like a couple of years ago, to be honest. Yeah. I, I never played destiny one and I missed most of the 
beginning of destiny too so but, yeah uh, yeah cool um so. I, I uh i got sam to try out uh vermintide sam from the um uh, mass effect lore cast and from the xbox game pass show which is coming up next uh played some vermintide 2 with me this last week and that game man that game's so good chopping up all the all the rat men and stuff. Oh, it's so good. If I good. had a better schedule, I'd play games with y'all more often. Oh, man. But y'all, y'all do that late. And, uh, yeah, well, I, it was on the I weekend. I work at 4 a.m. So, yeah, yeah so. you do get up well, early. I, I don't have a dedicated schedule. I normally, I usually work on the weekend, to be honest. So, yeah. And I, and I, I wake up at 3 a.m. to go to work at 4 a.m. So, staying up late is not a luxury I can afford, except yeah. for like the rare situation but yeah. I try not to. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I totally get it. Um, so yeah, we, we did some of that and uh, it's, it's been fun. I've been trying to get in, in. I've been streaming more. I've been trying to stream more often. So, um, but yeah, if, if I, uh, I'll let you know if I'm playing any games during, you know, hours that you're more likely to be around. Um, but yeah, we've got Xbox Game pa- uh, the Xbox Game Pass show coming up next. We were going to have Lady Devon play. Um, something came up and she, or play, join us during the show. She, uh, something came up. She's not going to be able to join us, but uh, Lotus of Doom, my co-host from the Elder Scrolls lore cast is going to join us, talk about some of the Bethesda stuff that is on Game Pass. So he'll be here with us coming up for that show, which is going to start yes. in about 30 minutes. And um, and then, uh, you know, you guys know where you can find me on all the different shows that I've got going on, robotsradio.net for all that stuff. And that's about it for this show follow us at uh witcher lorecast on twitter yeah i always forget to mention that (laughs) on twitter yep yep and and my personal stuff um and the robots radio network stuff that all the stuff that i when i notice it i'll retweet it for anything else going on the network at um robots underscore radio i've been trying to be more active on there and uh take clips from some of these shows and put them up up there and some of the like pre and post show silly wacky things that show up oh <laughs> yeah if you I've want some of those, those. <laughs> so. i've seen though i mean that's just the whole beginning of our episode to be honest or whatever <laughs> yes yes so um but yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna head out for a little bit i'll be back in 30 minutes i will leave the stream up with some music for you guys to chill out to if you want to but come on back in 30 minutes for the xbox game pass show and we'll see you then thanks everybody Have a good rest of your day if I don't see you. And if I do see you in the next little bit, then I look forward to seeing you again soon. All right. See you guys. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Witcher Lorecast. We'd love to hear about your experiences with the games and the books and the TV series and all your thoughts on everything. Please check out the Robots Radio Discord and follow us on Twitter at Witcher Lorecast. Listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net.